Hey, hey, welcome to this week's Pretty Corrupt Podcast. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, a.k.a. Don Gundelson and Lee Radswell, and probably some other things. And these are my <laughs> here with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer, bracing Hello. ourselves for a delightful weekend of week. How long does Thanksgiving stretch? I don't know. It stresses me out. It's a month. Well, I started eating an entire pumpkin pie yesterday. So, <laughs> well, and that was Saturday. Yeah. So I'm, well, and that pie is almost gone, to be honest with you guys. So, yeah. I've been I'm, not I'm gonna have to buy another one tomorrow. I'm not super into pumpkin pie. I'm glad that it's, I'm glad that that's like the official dessert of this holiday because it's real. I'm like, I like chocolate. I like, for fall flavors like maple, pecan, very brown sugary things. So pumpkin spice, like pumpkin. If you see Do you my like Twitter, pumpkin spice? no. See, that's why. If you, I was gonna say, if you go to my Twitter or all of them, <laughs> there are lots of Which knocks of pumpkin spice throughout the fall season. Well, look, I am. I am not a a pumpkin spice latte. My name is Madison type of gal. Mm-hmm. Like I don't wear like wide brimmed hats and everything you is you know is is beige and different cream colors in my life. No, 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 no. I just love me some pumpkin pie. It's the only time of year I eat it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I do love some pumpkin bread. But still, this Ooh. is like the only time of year. And I haven't made any pumpkin bread or anything like that. Mm. I just bought a fucking pie. And I was like, let's eat this thing. I ate half of it yesterday. And do I regret it? No. Am I very happy with myself? Not really. <laughs> um, yeah, and today I had, yeah, I mean, that's it's pretty on par for yeah. really anything that I eat. Uh, I had two slices today. I was going to eat a, a piece on here. And then I was like, uh, I don't feel good. And then I realized I was like, because I was remembering like making pumpkin pie with my mom growing up. And I was like, oh, Stacy, there's a shitload of milk in like condensed milk in pumpkin pie. Mm. And you're lactose intolerant. Oh. And you didn't take any lactate with these things. No wonder you don't feel great. <laughs> like no. besides like all the sugar you've eaten and everything like that. So I was like, yeah, you're not going to have any more today. So at least you're making this last three days long. I was picturing Erica Jane. Uh, a couple seasons ago, they go like camping or glamping, whatevs. And she, like for breakfast, eats a pumpkin pie. Makes like the entire a pie of it. Or just a slice? I don't, well, it's Beverly Hills. It, she oh. probably spat it out after. But she makes such, a, it's so deliberate to show she's not one of the, she's not one of those starving Beverly Hills blondes. So she like, it's like a whole scene. She like puts the whipped cream on. So I was picking, when you said I was going to eat a slice right here, I was like picturing that she's like kind of defiant in it. You're just going to be yeah. like, yeah. I was, but no, I'm not. Now I'm, I'm just sitting here uncomfortably. I have Al Bundy style undone my jeans. Mm. Like, and I just like, ugh, yeah. You need, you need those Joey uh, Tribbiani uh, turkey pants. Which were just Phoebe's, you know, maternity, maternity pants, pants. But still, <laughs> these have no give. Mm-hmm. He's so smart, Joey Tribbiani. He might be the dumbest one, but he's genius. Oh no, they they proved that he's a genius when it comes to food. He's just an idiot yes. with everything else. His trifle, the the oh, meat, the, Rachel's trifle, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Rachel's trifle. What's not to like? Jam, good. <laughs> good. Lady figures, good. Beef, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It's like the best episode. That was the best Thanksgiving episode. I, I to this day, oh well, that's that show is legendary for the Thanksgiving episodes. Was mm-hmm. that what well, the Brad Pitt one was also a favorite? Um, yeah, it, yeah. That's I'm trying to remember the other ones, but yeah. Oh, and wasn't well? Wasn't one of them when when Rachel found out that he loved her, or was that just a different? No, episode? that was the. Know. That was um, that was like towards the end of the season because the second season finale was um, her going to the airport to, because he was like on coming back from China. So that would have been later in the season. That's right with Julie. Oh, that's oh. when he comes. He comes back with another girl. Yeah, with Julie, who sucked. Yep. Um, another one that I totally had forgotten. Julie did not suck. Forgotten that was a Thanksgiving episode was the one where Chandler had to go in the box because he kissed uh, Joey's girlfriend. The That's reasons right. I'm in the box are threefold. Yes, and that was a Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> I don't I don't like pumpkin. Well, I don't have coffee, but I don't like pumpkin spice anything. I hate pumpkin pie. Yeah. Well, I just don't eat pie. But this is just how bougie I am. I like pumpkin ravioli, which is, you know, very, very seasonal. You don't really see that the rest of the year. But with I like really truffle like butter, or truffle it, shaved. With like a sa- like sage, sage butter. Oh, oh yes. good stuff. Yeah, I, I don't like truffle either. I'm really revealing Ugh. my uh, peasant. I'm really re- revealing my peasant palate here. I don't like that kind of stuff. Truffle. Well, there's a diff- like truffle. There's truffles and there's truffle oil. I mm. truffles are oh, why well, I, I don't love them, but I don't like truffle oil. I think that's so overpowering. It like truffle oil and fries just ruins it. Yeah. I don't like any and of that. Some places put too much. Yeah, I just, just like Parmesan. You don't need a lot. Like, you just need a little. I just sprinkle Parmesan on, like, mm-hmm. basically anything that's savory, I feel. Yeah, any basically anything that's savory can take a hit of Parmesan. That's all I need. Trader Joe's Parmesan, the <laughs> refrigerated pre-graded tubs that you get by the way. I'm not. I know what it approved. The Barefoot Contessa wants you to like fly, fly yeah. to, um, fly to whatever Tuscany. region. The yeah. region Parmesan is Parmesan a region. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't know, but um, we need you know. to all watch. Uh, you know, Stanley Tucci's uh, Italy I, show. God, I can't. I can't. I can't. Why not? I don't like it, does his bald Tucci. head remind you of yours? No, I, I find don't him like so. Irritating. We probably discussed this, but really. No, I think he's delightful. Oh, he's awful. Well, he's <gasps> awful in in movies. He caught he's he went he's from upstate New York and went to a state school in New York and says he went to university. Like he grew up in England. I caught that on Twitter once and I was like, what a pretentious liar. That's like me saying, like, oh, I was in I was in the queue at Ralph's or Target or whatever. Like, no, you went to like Wait, 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 wait. You're you're upset about him, you know, just like talking about going to university and living in Europe for a while. Whereas like right before we came on here, you were talking about inserting yourselves into the homes of rich people by placing pictures, like nice, like silver framed pictures of yourself in in and amongst their family pictures just so that you could become parts of the, you know, the family, the wallpaper that way. Is that not a lie? No, but it's adorable because I'll actually be (laughs) in their homes. 
You know, you know uh, what you I'm, sh- a, I'm I'm making memories with them, whether it might, they like it or not. It'll be too yeah. obvious if you just start setting down little frame photos of just you. So you should do like like on Seinfeld, or the reverse. Remember when George had to take somebody out of? No, he had to take himself out of his boss's picture. He was in the background mm-hmm. by mistake. So you need to find somebody to put yourself. They can, you know, you need to steal some of their photos, insert yourself into them. Then they might not even notice that you were there. I see. My thinking with this is so. Like what I want to do, I was telling Stacy and Nate. I was like, well, the holidays are coming up. There are a lot of parties, a lot of opportunities to go to like celebrities' homes and stuff. And I was like, well, you know these people, they have picture frames everywhere. I'm like, you know, little like picture in a living room or a den, side tables with like little frame family photos. It's like, what if I start bringing them? And like like you guys said in silver, I'll make it nice cuz it's going to be my permanent place in their the faint landscape of their family memories and it's like what if i just slip a small frame photo of me and so like when other guests like for years to come it could be decades before they're like what but you well, know it's like oh there's there's easter there's christmas there's skiing in st moritz oh there's this random guy who doesn't look like any part of the family but well, where your plan's going to fall apart is that the people that you're looking to inject yourself into, for lack of a better term, um, they won't notice that you're like three photos deep on their shelf, but the staff that's cleaning will. They'll be like, but will they want what to is question this? it? I um, thought about... The, maybe not. Yeah. No, I thought huh? about that. The, the people who live there won't notice. I was thinking about that. I don't notice what frame photos are around me. It's just background noise but yeah what what will the would the housekeepers want to insult they're like maybe i'm a cousin just because i have a different hair color (laughs) i don't know also you know who who might also realize it children Mm. and they don't give a fuck they'll say anything They'll be like, who's this guy? Because children love to look at family photos. They love mm. to look at old photos. They love to ask questions. They love to say things off color. Kids, you'll get called out by a child. I uh, hope easy- that child has like a royal title or something. Easy solution for that. Just put it uh, high up. You know. Yeah. Eye level. Eye level for an adult. You'll be fine. You know whose house I just love how much you thought about this. It's fun. Like you're, you're. Yeah, I mean, it's real. It occurred to me what an easy way to make my mark, and just like have it sprinkled, you know, all around LA. So just there are going to be people on the party circuit who just keep seeing me, and they're like, "Wow, this guy, whoever he is." I'm not going to put my name or like my hash, my uh, you know, unless I engrave it. Hard we've got, we've Jordan got Ross frozen, We've got frozen chicken heirs, drunk, waking up, you know, breaking into, you know, co-ed's uh, apartments and waking up Goldilocks style in their beds. And then we've got you who instead of, you know, doing that, because that's the old Jordan. You used to do yeah. that in your yeah. 20s. No, you're going to break into people's places just by putting pictures of yourself. I'll be invited in, but then I'll I'll find a place, like I said, in the permanent landscape of family memories. Yeah, you're just gonna like, are you just gonna carry like a satchel around full of small framed photos of yourself? (laughs) 
I'm gonna he's going to play Santa Claus. Yeah. That's how he's going to yeah, yeah. do it. Oh, I like it. Smart. I was, I'll need to start. This means you guys are going to get like 20 texts overnight for the next couple of weeks. I always do. These will be links to photo <laughs> frames. And then I'll be like, look at their Instagram. I think that's their living room. Do you think this one will blend in? Wait, I don't know. Should I have it engraved? It's just going to become an obsession. And then I'll have to pick the photo. It has to be right. I want it to be adorable, mm-hmm. flattering. I, so our basically our texts are going to be used as state's evidence against you when this this whole plan collapses and you're arrested for something. I'm not sure what because you're not breaking any laws. You're doing. I know the, it's ver- you're actually the reverse of burglary. You're adding things to their home. <laughs> so I don't think you're breaking any laws. I'm you're, s- you're reverse candy spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the exact opposite of candy spelling. You're adding I'm knickknacks sp- to somebody's house. I'm sprinkling the gift of this adorable punam all across <laughs> Beverly Hills. I like it. Well, I appreciate I hope, you workshopping it here. I like this. I, I hope some of the pictures are at least a view, like with your hand on your chin, showing off your signature. Oh, yeah. Oh, it has yeah, to be. I like that. So that they can yeah. um, identify you better. Yeah. yeah <laughs> by your be monogram. Good. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. <laughs> Maybe I'll engrave the photo instead with my, uh, you know, my Twitter handles or something. Mm. It's adorable. It's going to end so well. I'm sure I'll be invited back. That would be hilarious if it goes unnoticed, say for like a year. And then I eventually get invited back, which let's be real. Mm. Fat chance. But I do walk in and suddenly like, my face makes sense to them. They're like, you're that weirdo. <laughs> you're that guy who's in our, who's in our like sitting room tables, who's in our like sitting room side table in the library upstairs that we don't invite guests into. So how did you get your frame in? And that's when I get taste. Or you could get, you know, you you run into these situations where somebody acts like they know you, like when you meet them in a social setting, so they don't feel stupid. So they'd be like, oh, of course. I, yeah, of course. But I know you. So they'll see that photo on the shelf and not, they'll be like, I don't think I know this person, but I must. So yeah, yeah you'll just confuse that's kinda, them. That's, that's kind of the idea. Just get yeah. them familiar with my face forever. Well, I love it. I love Until it. Until they're cleaning well, you know, up their homes. Holiday party seasons very soon. So you need to get on this plan fast. I don't see how this could blow up in your face. No, no. This is genius. Foolproof. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. for it. Ironclad. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let us, please. Wow, we jumped from, we jumped from Stanley Tucci to my, um, my <laughs> gifts to the world. Really I do. Stanley like Tucci does annoy me though. I think he, that whole thing. Is this, I, I think he's a gift to the university. world. I was like. Okay. But oh is it also, God. I, the, I, I have this issue with, um, Penelope Cruz where I find her insufferable. But, the, but I, it occurred to me, the reason I find her insufferable is that she keeps playing insufferable characters. Like, has mm. is, is Penelope Cruz ever played a likable character? I don't think so. If they, They're few and far between. I keep going back to her character in Blow, which is the absolute worst. She was the she worst. Does. So that's, to me, that's, I mean, she might be a delightful person. But is this how you, because Stanley Tucci plays a lot of assholes. Is that, are you, is that something you're Well, he here? is one. He left his dying wife. His wife had cancer and he left her. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, he did do that. And now he he's, okay, he's the opposite, though. Where he, he reminds me of um, Kelsey Grammer. He believes he's the character. He's become, in real life, the characters he plays. And he thinks he's those roles. I'm like, listen, you're like dropping British slang. You think you're like Mr. Italy. Dude, you grew up in upstate New York. Well, to be fair, though, his wife's British. He's it's, he's married to Emily Blunt's sister, so they're they're mm. British. Second so. wife, because we know he loves True, his first but wife. I, I can understand. I will say, I'm not, I'm not excusing him, but a woman gets cancer and her husband is very likely to leave her. Like, it happens yeah. all the time. I'm not saying it's okay. But I'm just yeah, saying, like, look, a man gets cancer, and that and that wife stays with him and nurses him through it and everything. But as soon as she gets cancer, that man is finding a younger, healthier version as soon as he can. Yeah. It's sad, and it's so true. Yeah, it does happen. There are some famous cases of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think he's America's or the culinary world's sweetheart. Well, I don't no. think I've ever heard Stanley Tucci referred to as anybody's sweetheart, but I've never heard somebody oh, dislike him this him. one. Oh, yeah. No, he has stand. Uh, for sure has stands. Oh, like, he oh and I did that. see an interview where he was talking about how his one on-set requirement is the perfect martini after. Oh, and I was just like, shut the you know, oh, he, it's he, he so was doing pretentious. A, he was doing a thing during the pandemic where he was like making drinks on like videos, like Instagram videos and things. And he was like making the perfect Negroni. And these, and it, it, he was, okay, he was a bit much. I agree. Yeah. This is coming. A lot of people somewhere. were a bit much. Okay. I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming around. I'm coming around. I hate Stanley Tucci too. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I will. He seemed to. He seems to have filled a bit of a void that Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. left. Oh, you know, and yeah. in a in a slightly classier, more produced version. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and but they both have nice voices. They both know food and can talk about it in a very poetic way. But Anthony, I don't know if Stanley writes what he says. A- Anthony wrote everything mm. that he talked about. Like yeah. Anthony's a, mm. Anthony is a poet. I'm going to use him in the present tense because I believe that he's always with us. He, but he also, is. Anthony was an asshole too. Like he left But he, acknowledge, like, he acknowledged he, that he was an asshole. But yes. He was very self-aware. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. never considered, uh, like I don't know Stanley Tucci personally, but based on everything we've discussed, uh, I could see him considering himself better than certain foods. Anthony Bourdain never was. He would eat no, anything. Anthony he never. Yeah, he, ate, like, yeah, he was never food. like, "I'm too good for this street." Yeah, street food, anything. He was like, yeah. "I love this all." So I was, yeah. and I just, again, I just, I don't know Stanley Tucci, but I could see him not doing that. We'll never know. Do we him ever really shit. know anybody? We'll never know him once I sound clip this segment and DM it to him on Instagram. Ooh, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this lonely little podcaster doesn't like you. <laughs> He's not getting a framed photo of me inserted into the landscape of his family the, the, history. This is, this is how we go viral. This. It's going to go viral. Pod, podcaster has irrational hatred of Stanley Tucci. It's going to start trending. Being like, how, how, why does this guy hate Stanley Tucci? He, He's not getting a baby photo on me of me on his mantle, even if he begs for one. That's where I stand on stand. Fair, fair. All right. You know what? We're we're gonna let you. That that's fine. You know what? We all live in our own truths, and that's okay. 
I'm all right with that. What else is happening this week? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, We heard that, we're going to bring it to Bravo, that one of the new Roni cast members got fired. Well, we've heard two different stories. First, that she was fired, and then she says that, no, that she left the show. Mm -hmm. Ah. And it's Lizzie Sevesky. But I know her as Lizzie Blum. But I did not know that until you told me, Jordan, her father's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so— You grew up with her. I grew—well, I would say that she grew up with me. Mm. Because she is younger than me. But we went to the same school, which was a private school, which was K through 12. And I believe her and her brother were there since kindergarten. So— um, and I was a, I had to, I had to break out my senior yearbook yeah. <laughs> to find her, but she was in fourth grade when I was a senior and, ah. but I remember her and I also, and I have pictures of her, which we'll post on, uh, on our Instagram. I actually have those ready to go too in case. Oh, good. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so she her father is Marvin Blum, who's an attorney in town. And, and Jordan was like, ask your father if, if, because my father's an attorney as well. Ask your father if he knows him. And I, I'm, I knew that name. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I start putting it together. And then I went, I was like, wait a minute. I know her then. <laughs> I know her. But she was a little, she was just a little thing. She's still a little thing. She's very short, but she's still a little thing. But I was like, oh my gosh, this girl, I totally remember her. Cause she also, she's very cute. Um, very outgoing, even as like, you know, a little like, you know, nine, 10 year old and stuff. And when I was a senior, I was the photo editor for the yearbook and I took like pretty much all the photos. She, anytime she was around, I had my camera, she would get in front of that camera. That girl has always wanted to be a star, mm-hmm. be on television, be on anything. Like, I'm just going to say that. Like, so the fact that like, that's that right there. Because a because a nine year old Lizzie so badly wanted to be in front of the camera, that's why I don't believe that she quit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, granted, I don't know her. I don't. I don't know her. I don't. And we don't. We're getting like conflicting stories about stuff, but I don't think that she quit. What is the reasoning behind her getting, if she were fired, like, why Why did they, well, what happened? Well, her plot, Lizzie Savetsky is an addition to the new, the reboot of Real Ho- the next, what would you call it, Real Housewives of New York generation. Next Generation? Yeah. I would call say, yeah, that. Next Generation. I think then they're calling it a reboot, but yeah, yeah, Next Generation. So I just don't want it to get confused with Legacy. So it is, yeah. it is the Next Generation. And she's married to a plastic surgeon, Ira, Dr. Ira Savetsky. And um, she's very, very, um, she's Jewish, makes no qualms about it. But um, she's, her platform is, her platform and identity and public brand is promoting Israel. And so, like, she also is associated with Birthright, um, all kinds of stuff like that. I, I knew of her. I didn't know of her. No, how would I put it? I knew of her. I didn't know who she was. Like, finally, when they revealed her name and all that stuff, I was like, oh, I've seen her around on social media. I know those groups and all that stuff. So then, but I understand on 
something like that's a very uh, politically charged yeah um topic mm-hmm. so i could see how conflict conflict could emerge and she wouldn't I don't expect her to back down from an argument about that. She's like an she's kind of like a brand ambassador for uh, birthright and things like well, that. And I guess a few months ago, she went after Bella Hadid and called Bella Hadid and Vogue anti-Semitic mm-hmm. because Bella Hadid is half Palestinian, and so she and Bella Hadid was basically defending her. Ethnicity and, you know, and that and in a Vogue article. And so then, I mean, I never saw the post. I've just seen what I've read about it. And even read about it back then that this was like, she went after her really hardcore and did a whole mock-up of a new Vogue cover and like did all this stuff to it, which then was made to, she took it down. But um, so, yeah, it was when you said when she was cast, that she was controversial, and you mentioned something. I was like, "Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that." And and I was like, "Okay." So the so I first heard that she had been fired from uh, in, the Instagram Emily Gellis Landy that that I follow, and I've followed her for years. And she lives on the Upper East Side of New York. She's an influencer and and all this stuff. And she already knew that she was fired, and and she's like, uh, "But so apparently." Rumors around her getting fired are that she's been difficult to work with since day one. She was it was hard to film with her to find any time to film with her, yada yada. And then apparently she got into a a fight with uh, other cast member Bryn, this other new cast member Bryn, whose last name I cannot find. But apparently they got into an argument. And Bryn, I was going to say thing- Bryn. I was going to say Bryn Hoppy. Bryn Frankel, Frankel Hoppy, <laughs> Bethany's daughter. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, so she she got into an argument, and then uh, would you go like, look, housewives are kind of supposed to get into arguments, but I guess it was like that heated, and who knows? Who knows if it'll be shown on television? Who knows? Yeah, because really happen. I think what they're going to do is just scale her appearance back and make her a temporary friend of. Mm-hmm. Like instead of cuz they have been filming or they were filming stuff, I think she'll just kind of be like um you know those ones who like just don't work out. Like Beverly Hills is uh Will Smith's ex-wife Wilson's ex-wife, even Eden Sassoon, or that that chick from uh, Orange County who had sued Terry. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, Nicole Weiss or something. They just kind of, without explanation, they they may have filmed full-time while they were filming, but in the end, the edit will just kind of show them as a side figure, and then it... Yeah, but the, the... the press release, the statement that Lizzie released like three days ago, and then Andy Cohen said something three days ago as well, kind of all coincided, was that she decided to quit because she'd been getting so much anti-Semitic hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and there was just so much, and she got too much, and so that's why she was quitting. Um, which, I don't know. I'm not, I don't live her life. I'm not there, so I have no idea. You know, that could be true. 
Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. If I don't it feel was... like she's one to back down like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you kind of said, like she's not one to back down from like a fight. Like she's she's she stands up for her principles and she stands up for that. But she does have kids. But I don't know. I'm kind of like, I, I I think I think she was too difficult to work with, and they weren't. Yeah, I was hoping like she would be like a younger Jill Zarin, which she kind of is. That kind of energy, but mm-hmm. I think her platform is so. Um, politically char they don't they need to new york need i'm assuming has learned its lesson from the end of the last new york and that it seemed like it's um the politics came into it and it just as we saw that last season kind of it became too contentious too tense um, and it crumbled. That's why they're on pause as the series and being uh, recast. So I think maybe they saw this as another polarizing topic that they just don't want to dominate a season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I can see that. But who knows? Like, who can She has say? some pretty sick stuff, I have to say. She has a lot of, if you go to her Instagram, she has a lot of like limited edition collector's item Chanel says like <laughs> apparently she was in the running for like for Real Housewives of Dallas before mm. they pulled the plug on that because of the racism that was happening but that has nothing to do with Lizzie though she just was yeah. in the running and being so she's been pursuing housewife, a housewives position for a while she has exactly. that life. So that's, the, that's why it makes me that's why I lean more towards she was fired because mm-hmm. if you've worked for something and you wanted something that bad, you're gonna you're gonna find a way. And I would also think that like, yeah, you're gonna find a way to navigate this. So, but who knows? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So allegedly she was fired, but what they officially are saying is, or at least what she is saying, and and Bravo Andy's saying is that she was that she's just no longer filming. She's yeah. saying that she decided to quit, and Andy's just saying. She's no longer filming. Yeah, her thing with uh, the deciding to quit was that on social media and stuff, she was an email, like things like that. She was receiving um, threats, like death threats, you know, anti-Semitic rants. It's uh, just ridiculous. I'm saying that people would do that. Do mm-hmm. you know what I, I just like? Why? Why do you need to? We can all joke and be sarcastic and we can all we all have our opinions about stuff, but like being hateful to people, I just think I find like being mean and sending threats to people, I, I that's something I cannot comprehend. Why send I don't understand why people do could, that. When you why send threats and spread hate when you could spread framed pictures about yourself? It's true. You spread joy. You bring joy to yeah. people's yep. lives. Yep, exactly. You're you're a Santa Jordan, mm. Santa Santa Myers. <laughs> okay, new idea about this too. Sorry to circle back. My photo. Wait, it's all about you. It's okay. <laughs> My photo will be like the pose. No, because then they'll notice right away. Like those little pageant kid photos. Like it's gonna be me. Like a toddlers and tiara situation. You're gonna- yeah. Like I don't know if they can see this, but head tilted, hands under chin, just beaming. Oh my god! I like it. Okay, yeah, they they won't notice that at all. No way, Nate. You went to a pageant of sorts last (laughs) night. I did. 
Yeah, tell us about that. Uh, well, you, you know, okay. So you guys, you guys have your Hiltons and your housewives. I have my Thelma Harper, my queen of Mama's family, the greatest yeah. show that's the greatest show that's ever aired on television of all time. And yes, last night I went and saw the show is titled Vicky Lawrence and Mama, a two woman show. It was awesome. <laughs> awesome. I uh, I was, we were, my friend, I went with a couple of friends and we were the youngest people there by 30 years or so. Like it wasn't even like a boomer crowd. It was like a silent generation crowd. Like, you know, one level older than the boomers. Uh, but it was awesome. So, so happy I went. That, sh- oh that show, gosh. people, people hate. I don't know why. The show's awesome. When I was a kid, I, did you guys ever watch Mom's Family? I, I, I'm I not lying bit. somewhere in the garage. I don't know why or how it was acquired. I have some seasons of it on DVD. Nice. I've never watched it. I'll try to find them tonight. Maybe m- maybe now you know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> I'll try Ooh. to find them. Ooh. I think I have a few seasons. I don't know where they came from. But no, I've seen it. It's like, um, you know, it did. there were a lot of people in it. I was gonna say Blanche though. Yeah, yeah. Rue McClanahan. Uh, Rue McClanahan, like on the show. Betty White. Rue, Betty White. Strangely enough, uh, the titular mama. Her sister was played by Rue McClanahan, and her two daughters were played by Betty White and Carol Burnett because the show was a spinoff of a sketch on Carol Burnett. But mm-hmm. it, but it was weird about that is that Vicky Lawrence, when she was on the show, was in her thirties. Uh, she was thirty four when the show started, but she plays an old woman. So so like, Betty White was, played her daughter when Betty White was in fact 35 years older. Yeah. Like how old was she? Vicky Lawrence was like 18 when she started she was. started she on told the Carol the, Burnett she, show. She told the story last night at her two woman show. Yeah, she was discovered uh she wrote a letter to Carol Burnett because her people told her that she looked like Carol Burnett when she was a teenager. So she wrote Carol mm-hmm. Burnett a letter and sent a photo saying, hey, people I say I look like you. And and uh, Vicky grew up in Inglewood, so Carol Burnett was nearby and went down to one of her beauty pageants. And the rest is history. She was cast on Carol mm-hmm. Burnett at like 18 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where I really know Mama's family is like watching, you know, old you know, reruns of the Carol Burnett show. Mm-hmm. And seeing that, and so I watched a little bit of Mama's Family, but that wasn't really what was on. Mama's in our house. Family was the kind of show that would rerun during the day on like TNT. Oh, yeah. oh not even that. It's, it was always well when I was a kid. Channel Eleven. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, it was uh, well, you know a long time ago. I'm old, old man. Um, when I, oh. like I used to get an I was allowed to watch an hour. This is when I was like 11, 12 years old. I was allowed to watch an hour of TV every on a weeknight. Weekends, all all bets are off. But on a weeknight, only an hour of TV. Mama's Family aired at nine and nine thirty every night on like this is like pre dish cable. So like back, you know, like old school old school cable when you only had like twenty channels. Um, mm-hmm. And it was if that <laughs> if, if that and it was and even then it was airing on one of those super random like local channels mm-hmm. that like didn't air anything but it was it was like the low like low budget nick at night it aired shows that nobody wanted to watch and so i watched it twice a night all week loved it and yeah and last night was the um i don't want to say it was the greatest night of my life but it was up there it's up there 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who were these friends that you went with that uh, also love Mama's family? Uh, just like you just do. Pe- people like, well, okay. So I went with my best friend girl. Are you part of a Facebook group? I'm part of a Mama's family Facebook group. Yeah, we were we were young uh, in that crowd for sure. I wasn't sure if there would be, um, I knew there'd be old people there. Obviously there'd be old people there. But I thought maybe there'd be some like hipster Gen Zers that like like the show ironically. Um, you know, like it's like a hipster cool thing to be like to wear like a mama's family t-shirt. None of those. Didn't see any of those. I'm picturing the crowd of a casino. Like, you know, I've been to Reno a couple of times recently. That crowd, or what's that place also in Missouri? Branson. Branson. That's amazing picturing- you say that because our 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 afterwards, as soon as we walked out, my first comment is that show belongs in Branson. Which yeah. is both an insult and a compliment at the same time. <laughs> if, you, if you're if you're if you're Missourian, you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. Oh man, Branson! I've been to Silver Dollar City, man. Close, <laughs> yes, they're very similar. Yeah, and funny you say that. There is a casino next door to where I saw the show last night that has a hotel, and she may have stayed there. So, you know. Um, one thing that I found fascinating was that, so, you know, um, Bob Mackey was the costume designer for Girl Burnett Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he actually designed, technically was the costume designer for Mama's Family because he designed all no. the things that wrote the rollover. So picture that frumpy outfit that the star of the show wears. That's a Bob Mackey. Bob no, Mackie that's no, that's a no. Yeah. He, yeah, he designed. He, she even said in the show, she's like the dress that I wore, the wig, everything. That was Bob Mackie. Didn't he do things like shares? Yeah, like that. Yes. that he like he did all glamorous. the Yeah, like the, well, he did all share, but like that one that everybody talks about is it was like the '86 Oscars when she had that mm-hmm. black dress and with the huge hair. headdress. <laughs> yeah. Like she would, he would design some crazy shit for her. And if you go back and watch Carol Burnett, he had some very elaborate costumes. It's just funny that one of his was this frumpy dress of a thirty-year-old dressing as an octogenarian. But that probably took him the longest to make, too. Probably, you know what I mean. To design, he probably was like, "This is so normal. How do I do this? Yeah, what does a normal person dress like? (laughs) What is a house coat (laughs) like? What is a house dress like?" Hmm. Let's get this right. No, there's no beating. No, no beating. No beating. Sequence. No, no sequence. Can we cut it out on the sides? Nope. Nope. It must cover the entire body mm. succinctly. Mm. Yeah. You know who may have turned out the biggest success from? Well, no, that's not true because it had people like Betty White and Ruma Ruma Clanahan. Went on. They left the show right, and then went on to Golden Girls. Yeah. Uh, wait. Left which. Left which show? Mama's they left family. Mama's family. Yeah, they were on in the early. Yeah, the Mama's family came on. It started in eighty three, and uh, Golden Girls was eighty five. So yeah, that it was it was Rose and Blanche pre Golden Girls. But a, a lot. Um, what's her name? Her name on the show is Naomi Harper. Yes, the the trollop of a, the hussy of a daughter in law that Mama can't stand. Mm-hmm. Dorothy Lyman. Well, she Dorothy. went on to get, she was behind the camera. She, and she, she produced like she's seasons a, of The Nanny. And she's like a pretty well-respected acting teacher now, which is funny because if you go back and watch that, terrible actress, at least in that role. Maybe she's good in other things, but she was terrible I, in I don't, that show. I don't think that show really required much in the way of acting. How dare you? 
How I do, dare you? I do have a fun fact about her, though, which is why I know her off the top of my head. Her daughter grew up with my, like, older cousin or something. Like, they were childhood friends. Not first cousin, because this cousin's at, like, I don't know, 50 or something. But, um... No, it's my mom's cousin. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Anyways, her she grew up with Naomi Harper's daughter, and she's like a big. They're still friends, I guess. Like, and she's a she's like Scorsese's like production partner or something. Oh wow, mm. something Emma. I was gonna say Emma Harper. I don't really <laughs> know her name. Let me Google. She I, apparently I met her when I was like a little baby. She said it was cute. That's what my told me. Oh, she didn't know anything. She She didn't know what I'd become. (laughs) Wait, let me find her name though. Because I, okay, her name is Emily Tillinger-Koska. She's an American film producer who has produced The Wolf of Wall Street, Silence and the Irishman. So, Naomi Harper from, what was the name of that store that she worked at? It was the, um, It's not Piggly Wiggly. No, it's it's not. It's it's like a fake Piggly Wiggly uh, circus something. Yeah. I think it's like Big Circuit. I I should know this. It's my favorite show. I just said it was my favorite show of all time. I should know this. Liar. I can tell you the name of the bar they went to. The Bigger Jigger. Really? Yeah. 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 That was was their, uh, you know, the, the, the spot that they would hang out in. Does Vicky Lawrence have an, she does probably on Instagram. Uh, I yeah, but I think it's one of those that like people of older age. You know, it's not. Uh, she's not posting a lot of a lot of stuff. It's more promotional stuff. Oh, I was gonna say we should slide into our DMs. Maybe done. <laughs> done. I've I've been trying. Mama, <laughs> instead of your hey. Oh yeah, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was yeah. My night was just delightful. Just delightful. Thank you I mean, for asking. Was it like you, a big you, theater? It was, you were texting us so late. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm still, oh my emergency? God. Wait, he's still up? It's 10 o'clock on a Saturday night and he's still up? Oh my God. Was he uh, doing blow? Was he like was, how? I was, do- I, was doing, I was doing blow with 86-year-olds at a, at a, at a college, <laughs> amph- not amphitheater, a college theater where the, um, the parking lot had, uh, the, had a larger disabled parking section than not. Which should probably tell you the <laughs> the age of the crowd. Like, were you, were you doing like lines off of like rascals and stuff? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those 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 dudes know how to party. The this is the the crowd. There was probably the same people you see. It's very specific at like uh, CVS or like just drugstores, Walgreens, they're the ones buying those jugs of wine. Only old (laughs) people buy those jugs of wine. Well, you know, they own stock in Franzia. Yeah. But these are the jugs, not the box. Oh yeah. These are those like gallon, gallon glass. Oh, like Ernest and Julio. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 The good stuff. I've had plenty of boxed wine. I'm not judging, but these are the people with the jugs of wine Mm -hmm. who also hold up the line. Because they write a check, they write a check, and they have a questionably expired coupon for like three for th- three for three Jello or something that they're gonna fight to get that discount for, even though it ended last week. 
I go into Walgreens a lot for cigarettes. So I can I really, say, yeah, I, I know that I know the drugstore crowd well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people who buy their groceries at drugstores are a certain breed of person. Don't They're judge. Old. I don't judge. You know, no, just just a certain breed of person. It's not about judgment. It's just like you know, like just like there's a certain type of person who buys their groceries from Erwan. You know what I mean? Like Gwyneth like, Paltrow? Yeah. Actually, no, She whatever she does is like one step up from Erwan. I don't know what that step up is, but it's a slight, it's like a half step up for some reason. I mean, she probably, Goop probably has their own commune that has their own like food being grown. Like, and it's like, you know, in, in, and they, and they bring it to her house in fully compostable bins. And then her chef, you know, creates meals for her that are like vegan, but then not like she'll have fried chicken at the same time too. You know what I mean? But it's all like ethically and sustainably sourced and all this stuff, you know, but, but it's, it's a write-off because it's goop. It's true. That's it. Yeah. Spot on. Thank I'll you. figure out, you know, but, I'm sure something something's gonna get fucked up because because her plans to get Rick Caruso didn't work. So you know, she's, too I know, soon. Kind of too soon. No, not <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> it took us a week to find out who won yeah. that, that election, yeah. man. <laughs> it kind of went quietly because we didn't get it the night of, so it was kind of like, oh, I thought that was like last week's news cycle. We're on a new yeah. scandal. It's just like we said, like we were talking on the text. It was like. Recruza poured a hundred million dollars of his own money into like into mm-hmm. into this campaign into like ad, especially television advertisements the last few months. It was like he just could have given you know thirty three point three million dollars to like each one of us, and we would have mm-hmm. done something like maybe much more productive with it. Yeah. Well, maybe well. maybe not me, but Jordan definitely would be like peppering all of the mansion with pictures and wallpapers yeah. and candy together. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many frame picture frames I could buy for thirty three? I I'd blow my fortune buying picture frames to hide in people with real for the homes of people. Yeah, that'd be really productive. Mm-hmm. Or I could see you just spending fifteen million dollars to buy the property next door to a housewife and then try to ingratiate yourself that way. Just become mm. the become the neighbor that they rely on. So you can you know it's a it's a long game. You could. I'd be the Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Yes. They'd be like, God damn it. I see cameras filming. Hey there, Dorit. <laughs> you would not live next to Dorit. No, you are not. You are not a Dorit neighbor. <laughs> you are not a Dorit neighbor. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. We know what kind of neighbor you are, and that is not a Dorit neighbor. <laughs> and as much as I love Garcelle, you're not a Garcelle neighbor either. You're not living that, you're not staying that far north again. No. I'll Even be further south. I mean, I I don't I hate as much as I can't imagine having thirty-three million dollars, I don't think thirty-three million would even get me close to being a Kathy neighbor. So that's well, you, you, you wouldn't have anything left. Yeah. A bus. God. I don't want to live next to Rena. That was a downer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Come on. How sad when you think, oh my God, $33 million. And then you're like, yeah, to some people, that's like, just like, no. But that's, and- you know, like, let's think about this. You wouldn't be paying cash for this house. You'd have a mortgage. 
So you're not like blowing $33 million on like one house all at once. So, and you've got enough people, you know, you have enough friends, like you're going to figure out a way to invest that money to like create like returns on those investments so yeah. that like you can live off of dividends and everything like that. So like now you could get close. You w- maybe wouldn't be a neighbor, but maybe be like a few streets south. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. But you could be or like neighborhood. You may not be in Beverly Park, but maybe you're in Mulholland Estates. Uh, Beverly yeah. Park adjacent is still, it's still. We nice. could do Mulholland Estates or 33. See, oh, yeah, look look exactly. how reasonable we are. The money that Rick Caruso spent on his campaign, once he gives us each a third of it, we already have it planned I, out. I, I love that we, for most— we're, we're reinvesting in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. For most people, winning 30, $33.3 million is like generational wealth. For you, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I can't afford that neighborhood. I guess I'll have to go one <laughs> step down. Yeah. That is that is a charmed world the, you live in, Jordan. That that there's a problem with many problems with me, but one is how quickly I adjust my um adjust my like expectations. So I qu- I can so quickly be like, oh my god, meeting them was a dream come true, and then the next week, and I'm like, yeah, okay, but who's next? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I yeah, like oh my god, first class, and then I'll be like. Yeah, next week. Well, it's not private. I mean, what's next on my agenda? You're just chasing that dragon. Yeah. Your dragon is different. Ch- Your dragon is fame and money. Chasing I'm, that a bottomless, high, I'm a bottomless pit of despair. Need. Yeah. Of need. You are. You're <laughs> a bottomless pit of need. And for that, we are thankful. <laughs> we, that, yes. Night, oh, night, way to tie a bow on it. Yes. Going back to Thanksgiving. Right. What are we thankful for this week? I'm thankful. You know what? Even though it's going down, I'm thankful for Twitter because it it brought the three of us together. True. True. Well, you and I met the old-fashioned way. Right. As, as you know, we, ask your parents, kids. We did. We met in person yeah, ask, just, <laughs> in real life. All you kids out there, ask your parents about what it, what it used to mean to meet somebody in person. Like in a just a yes. Natural, organic way. Natural, but, organic way. But yeah. we met Jordan through Twitter. Yeah. With some, some 3, 3 a.m. DMs, yes. <laughs> probably probably fueled by a jug of a box of wine I got at Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And look, yep. how, look how far we've come. Now I wake up every morning to 20 unread audio messages. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I really hope it I really hope that it is illegal to screen record my voice Can messages. You? I don't know. I'm just hoping it is so you guys can't share them because they're not always the most. Well, know. I have a friend, and if she's listening to this, and I've told her before, she keeps keeping my voice recordings. I mean, it tells you when somebody keeps it. Oh, does it? And I always see the option yeah. to keep. My I've never phone keep sometimes it I keeps. I don't. Yours, I don't want to fucking keep your I'm not doing messages. that. I'm not doing that. And sometimes yours, yours, Stacy in particular, just stays on my phone longer, or they That's just weird. stay there. Well, she will keep them. Like at first, she didn't know. She kept. She kept like pressing something because she thought she was hitting pause, but she was actually hitting keep. And then I had to. T- and and we're like the same age. 
and, but I had to teach her like how to not mm. keep them, mm. like how to not do it. And so it was okay. And then she just started doing it on, per- on purpose. And at first it was like a little bit of a joke. And then I was like, no, like seriously, sometimes like we're just saying this stuff yeah. because it's, we're not having a phone conversation. This is something yeah. I would say in phone conversation, but I don't want to save it in writing. Even though this is not something that it's like, you know, you know, what is it called? Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's not national security level yeah. or anything like that, but it's just that, like, you know, I don't, <laughs> please you, stop keeping these things. And I really mean it. Like, I'm going to stop telling you stuff if you don't start not keeping these. Well, Jordan, what could happen is that, you know, it only, you only get that, that prompt to keep or it deletes it if you make it all the way to the end. You have to, if you stop it like a second before it's over, it'll stay forever. It won't do it. It has to end. Um, so what you could do, because you guys have very different styles, by the way, of your uh, your audio mm-hmm. messages. So I'll wake up to like 30 of them. 29 of them are Jordan and they're like eight seconds long. Like your stream <laughs> of consciousness thought should be like, okay, I need to say this. And then the message ends. And so there'll be like five of those in a row. Stacy, on the other hand, leaves two minute long ones. She's yep. having an entire conversation with herself. So you guys are yep. talking the same amount. It's just wildly different. So like yours will be seven seconds, eight seconds. I'll look at Stacy's; it'll be a minute fifty-three, and I'm like, "Oh god, yep. this is long." <laughs> just all you got to do is just press play on mine, and then just go to the bathroom. That's <laughs> well, no, they're always that's what I do. They're always interesting, <laughs> you know. It's just long. No, they're not. It's long. They're not always interesting. <laughs> I forget what I said half the time. Like sometimes, like you'll respond back to somebody, or somebody will respond and be like, "What did I say mm-hmm. there?" <laughs> No, I don't, you're just being kind. I don't think I've ever left one for any for but, either of you. But I live alone, so I I need I need to talk to somebody sometimes. <laughs> I keep I was keeping them. I didn't know it was a whole thing to keep them, not to keep them. Like they're new to me. I learned them, I mm-hmm. guess, from you guys recently. Yeah. Don't teach me new ways of communicating because I We're like your grandchildren. We're teaching yeah, you how to use yeah. technology, I, even though we yeah. are older than you. I pushed. Were the you at the Vicky Lawrence show last night? You kinda, you, <laughs> pretty sure you were talking about someone in their thirties playing someone in their eighties. It's yeah. kind of like, are you Vicky Lawrence? That <laughs> would not surprise me. Oh my gosh! I mean, she is a master of disguise. I did give away a little too much information about Naomi Harper, so that was an unusual, a new, unusual amount for an actress that. Most people, if you would say her name, would have even held a character. I, to be honest, I don't know how many people listening to this actually know what Mama's family is. I'm sure a lot. I'm sure a lot. I was about they, to they, start, and they'll and if they say, they might not admit that they like it, but they like it. I was about to be like, oh, I'll sing the theme song, but the theme song that was about to come out of my mouth was the Mr. Belvedere theme song. So <laughs> I was about to be like, streaks on there, China. There, Never happened before. before. Oh, yeah. I know the whole, I, I, yeah. yeah. So I don't even know the theme song to Mama's Family. Well, it's an instrumental. So, Mm. yeah. So, you know, no luck there. Um, But yeah, it's, um, I just don't know what else I could possibly say about it other than it was magic. Mm. Well, well, I hope everybody has a magical Thanksgiving, yeah. whether they spend it with friends, family, or alone. Hiding from friends and family, yeah, exactly. which is a very, it is an option, people. 
Yeah. So we don't embrace it enough, but it really is an option, especially now in times of like COVID. You can come up with something. You don't have to go. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, um, most of my years in, in Los Angeles, I, I would never come home. Like I would do like friends, friends givings. The, the, the bar where Stacey and I met, the den, they used to, for, if they would do a Thanksgiving dinner, like, you know, for patrons to come. Uh, one year, my roommate and I had nothing to do. So we just drank a shit ton of beer and he made a ground turkey lasagna that he found a recipe mm-hmm. online for. And we watched football, just two dudes watching. Football eating some turkey lasagna. Well, that's American. Mm. God damn it. Yeah. It's great. Man. Yeah. Um, it's been a, yeah. Well, um, we too this are thankful for you going, subscribing, <laughs> 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 leaving five-star reviews. What is it? Five-star ratings and glowing reviews, telling your friends and family um, if you see them in person or texting a link to our Apple page or whatever page you Mm -hmm. choose. And for for anybody listening, if you know Stanley Tucci, please don't let this get back to him. Or if it does, ask him if he wants to come on to defend himself. Yes. I'm ready to wrap a, conver- a yeah. conversation with Stanley Tucci. I mean, hello. Just three bald dudes cutting it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be the moderator since I have hair. <laughs> three bald dudes and a little lady. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Pretty Corrupt Number One before it goes away. But because it might go away, make sure you also follow us on Instagram yeah. and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast. And you can find our individual handles there too because we uh, also put up our own stuff too. Uh, but yeah, this is good. All right. Well, gobble, gobble, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week, right? Adios. Like we do it, like we do it.